today on the flagship show on the Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast. It's a special program, as this is another show programmed by you. This is the second Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast, all requests special. And it begins now. Streaming on the web since 1996, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Welcome everyone to Cinematic Sound Radio. This is the flagship show. My name is Eric Woods and I'm your host. On today's program, we're featuring our second Cinematic Sound Radio podcast, all request special. Before we get into that, I just want to let you know how you can contact us here at Cinematic Sound. It's very easy. Email. Perfect way to get in touch with us, cinematic sound at yahoo.com. Also, check us out on social media Facebook at Cinematic Sound, on Twitter, Sin Sound Radio. We're on Instagram. And if you like this show, then please give us a review on your favorite podcatcher. It really does help new listeners find out what's great about the program. And even if you don't want to write a review, that's fine. Leave us a rating. We prefer five-star ratings. And again, that helps boost our overall star rating on any one of these numerous podcatchers. And so we really do appreciate the support that way. Also, if you want to support Cinematic Sound Radio, then Cinematic Sound Radio has a Patreon. We have a great community over there. Some of my most loyal fans are patrons. And if you go to patreon.com slash cinematic sound radio, you can find out how to join the Patreon. And there are numerous affordable tiers. And there are a wide range of different benefits. For as low as $1.50 Canadian, you can join our $1 tier. We give you a thank you on our website, and you get to listen to archival FM broadcasts. We have other tiers. You're going to be an arranger, which gives you access to exclusive polls, the Discord server. Then we get into the interesting tiers that cost a little bit more. In the orchestrator, conductor, and composer tier, that's where you get a chance to participate in this program, the All Request Show. And we have had a couple of new patrons sign up since the last All Request program so that they could participate in this show. And we've had some other people who were in the lower tiers move up so they can participate in this program. And I I really do think that this is one of the best shows that we have produced here on the Cinematic Sound Radio podcast in the 25-year history, at least At least I feel like it's one of the best. I mean, it's one of the easiest ones for me to produce because my instructions to my patrons are that they send me a track, but also uh, give me a reason why they want to play the track on the program. So essentially they write the script for me, which is great. But another thing is that I get to discover a lot of great music And, and there's tons of music here that I already know, but then there are these 
very interesting selections from scores I have never heard before. So the best thing for me here on this program is that I get introduced to a lot of great scores that I have never heard before. And most of you know that I have a very sizable collection of soundtracks, and it's still amazing that in my 25 years of doing this program, I'm still getting introduced to brand new scores or older scores that I had no idea existed. And that's because of this fantastic all request program and because of my fantastic uh, patrons and loyal listeners. So if you want to get in on the next all request program, and that's probably going to happen in the new year, then you can head over to patreon.com slash cinematic sound radio and join one of these three tiers, which is orchestrator, conductor, and composer. Having said that, the composer tier, which is the most expensive one, it's an exclusive tier and that one is sold out. However, the conductor tier, uh, there's four spots remaining and in the orchestrator tier, uh, there are unlimited spots, so uh, that's one you might want to join so that you get access to this all-request program, polls, the Discord server, which is a lot of fun, as well as archival FM broadcasts and other broadcasts that are no longer uh, on the main RSS feed or part of this main podcast. And so you can only hear those programs, and they're older programs, they're not new shows, only by going to patreon.com slash Radio. So... With that out of the way, again, introduced to a few interesting tracks here on the program, but it, it, what's great is that this is such an, an eclectic mix of, of soundtracks, and it was really a lot of fun just listening to this playlist on its own before getting into recording this program. And again, thanks to my patrons for participating and Let's get on with the program. Let's start with Don Mays, and this is what he had to say. Hi, Eric. Thanks for putting together the first all-request show. It was great to hear a mixture of what other fans requested, and it led to an immediate purchase of the soundtrack from a movie that I'd never even heard of, and that was Island of Lost Souls. See what I mean? I mean, it's not introducing only me to scores that, you've never heard before, but it's also introducing fans of my show to scores that they never heard before. And then they go out and buy the scores. This is what this show was all about. And this just absolutely just makes my day. Anyway, let's continue with Don Mays's note. My request for show number two is the main title from The Serpent and the Rainbow by Brad Fidel. I always liked this underrated movie and would recommend it frequently for horror fans back in the day when I worked in a video store. Perez Saraband Records recently released an excellent deluxe version of this score. Either version of the main title, the film mix, or the original soundtrack is fine by me. Now, just as a quick note, this show was actually supposed to come out in October, but I got sidetracked, and so it's only coming out in November. But this is what uh, Don wanted to say about the show being released in October. So he goes on to say, being an October request show, I wanted to keep the awesome CSR tradition of collecting horror soundtracks into a Halloween show. The Halloween shows were some of the first that got me into listening to and following Cinematic Sound Radio a few years back and are still some of my favorites. Thanks, Don Mays from Maryland, USA. Thanks, Don, for your note. And to open up today's all request show number two, this is the main title from The Serpent and the Rainbow by Brad Fidel. 
Our next request comes from Jochen Stoltz. And I really hope I'm pronouncing your name properly. Um, if not, then I blame it all on Google Translate. Uh, Jochen had this to say. Hi, Eric. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to participate in your show. So what track to choose from over the 35,000 tracks that I own? That's not easy. One track that I've always loved is Forces of Nature from the movie Warriors of Virtue, composed by Don Davis. So this is my request. In 2014, I was attending a concert in Stuttgart, Germany, where Don Davis conducted his music for the first Matrix movie live to screen. It was breathtaking. I knew some of the orchestra members because I played the violin in a semi-professional orchestra where amateur players and professional players play together. After the concert, I kind of stalked Don Davis and met him at the after-concert party where I got an autograph and some photos with him. He was so nice and patient. That was an unforgettable evening. The Matrix is great, but Warriors of Virtue is fantastic too. Love your work at Cinematic Sound Radio. Greetings to all out there. Jochen from Germany. Thank you very much for your request. This is, well, and I also, just before we play it, I am a big fan of this score. And I, I remember when the film came out, I, I haven't seen it. It was a weird movie about like karate kicking ninja kangaroos. Is that what it was? Really strange film. But I noticed the name Don Davis. And so it took me a while before I finally got the original soundtrack recording. And if I'm not mistaken, it has been uh, re-released uh, recently as well. So for those that have never heard this score, uh, it is right up there with one of Don Davis's uh, best uh, scores. It's a wonderful action-adventure fantasy score. So here now, Forces of Nature from the movie Warriors of Virtue, composed by Don Davis.
Next comes from Andreas Widmir. Here's what he has to say. Hi, Eric. First of all, thank you for a great show. I found your podcast about a year ago, and I just recently became a patron. Andreas, welcome to the Patreon. And I'm just so happy that you discovered the program in the first place, and that even after a year, you felt like uh, you wanted to contribute somehow and become a member of this fantastic Cinematic Sound Radio Patreon community. Andreas continues. He says, my name is Andreas Vinmir, and I'm from Sweden. Music has always been a big part of my life. My dad is a music teacher, and my siblings and I both sing and play various instruments. Movies have also been a big part of my life, and with that, movie scores. I grew up in the 90s with blockbusters like Twister and Jurassic Park, which both have my absolute favorite scores and are my favorite films. The 90s-era scores, in general, have a special place in my heart, and not only from the big blockbusters. One particular score has become beloved by the whole family, so much that my brother had the main theme as his entrance song to his wedding. It's the score to Patch Adams by Mark Shaman. The movie is incredible, sad, funny, and beautiful. The track, Front Porch, catches the whole spectra of emotions in just 2.5 minutes. It's so good, and I wish it was 25 minutes long. I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Best regards, Andreas. I enjoy it. Uh, the, the film is 
about as saccharine as you can get, but uh, Mark Scheiman definitely matches the the tone of the film and writes a a sweeping emotional film score. The finale is actually really, really good. And I'm actually surprised you, you didn't pick that and you decided to pick Front Porch instead, which is also uh, an interesting uh, track and an interesting selection and a different selection. Obviously, it goes against what I was expecting. So here now, Patch Adams, the track Front Porch with original score by Mark Shaman. Up next, we have a message from Elderly Morningstar, and here's what Elderly had to say. When I was young, I wanted to join the Air Forces in Belgium to fly those fighter planes, but because my eyesight was just 0.25 above the accepted level, I was told I would never be able to fly an Air Force plane. Another time, thanks to a competition, I won the prize to fly as a passenger in the Belgian Royal Plane. But the day we arrived, The king chartered his plane for that day instead. So instead, I was allowed to fly sitting in the third cockpit seat of one of the Belgian Hercules C-130 planes. We flew low over the Belgian coast. The image just burned in my eyes. And it's one of those moments in life you never, ever want to forget. If you ever want to feel like a bird, that was the feeling. Sitting in the cockpit of a plane where you feel the flapping wings, really the the flap due to the size and the weight of the plane, 
flying over the coastline. Just wow. So when Ace Combat 5 came out, I was able to fulfill one of my dreams, flying these fighter planes myself. Even though it wasn't real, the settings and the music in Air Combat did a very good job to feel like it was real. And every following Ace Combat game brought more realism, more enjoyment, and top music with the game. It was Ace Combat 5 where the music really became on level for non-gamers, who before never would fall in love with the beeps computers made. But oh my, did I fall in love with the music also. Some of the songs of Combat 5 became a solid base of the music I listened to regularly. So the track I want to play the most from the game is called Free Flight, with music by Kiki Kobayashi. And it's interesting that at the 2020 Olympic Games in Tokyo, a piece from this score called First Flight was used during the opening ceremonies. So with that, here is music from Free Flight from Ace Combat 5, with original score by Kiki Kobayashi.
from Kitchener, Ontario, Canada, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. And you're listening to The Flagship Show with Eric Woods. Welcome back to the program. This is the Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast. It's The Flagship Show. My name is Eric Woods, and I'm your host. And on today's program, we're featuring our second Patreon all-request special. And if you want to be a participant in the next all-request show, which will take place in most likely January 2022, if not at the latest in February, then head over to patreon.com slash cinematic sound radio. And there you can find out uh, which tiers you need to sign up for in order to be part of the all request show. And everybody here on the program today who has made a request is part of cinematic sound radios, Patreon. And we really do appreciate all of their support. And because of that, they get to request a track on this show. And one of those patrons is Will Welch. And here's what he had to say. Hi, Eric. As a bit of a background, I came to film music later probably than most of your other listeners. While I watched films from a young age, because I learned piano, my music listening started out a lot more classical. I ended up gravitating to late 1880s and early 1900s Russian composers. When I finally began to really start to listen and appreciate film music, I realized that some of the early scores from the 40s and 50s had a feel of some of my favorite classical music. Some of those also came from westerns, which I watched a lot due to my dad's love of them. I would therefore like to hear such a piece. The Prelude by the great Dmitry Tiomkin from the City of Prague Philharmonic Orchestra's Duel in the Sun world premiere recording of the complete score conducted by Nick Rain. Now, I understand at the time that this film was being made that the producer, David Selznick, and composer Tiomkin didn't see eye to eye about the music, and eventually this got so heated that Tiomkin nearly left the project. Luckily, he didn't, and we now have the complete score to enjoy. This opening track from the album features many of the themes from the film, and as you might expect, it's a score full of leitmotifs. I hope everyone enjoys this wonderful piece, Will, from the UK. I'm so glad that you picked this track, Will, because I honestly do think that this album is one of the more underrated recordings in Tadlow's collection from James Fitzpatrick and Tadlow Music, and they actually had this one released through Prometheus Records. I mean, they've released some incredible new recordings of classic scores, including Conan the Destroyer, Lawrence of Arabia, El Cid, and numerous other recordings. And by the way, if you own all of the Tadlow recordings, then you have an incredible library of classic scores uh, recorded with modern technology. And some of these scores just come to life because of these new recordings. And once that score is music from Duel in the Sun, and as I said, it's one of the more underrated albums. Tiomkin's a tough, tough listen. But his westerns are always good, and so I'm more than happy to present this lengthy cue called Prelude from Duel in the Sun with Nick Rain conducting the City of Prague Philharmonic Orchestra, and of course, music composed by Dmitry Tiomkin. <laughs>
We now move on to Glenn McDorman, uh, one of our new patrons. And here's what Glenn has to say. Hi, Eric. I began listening to Cinematic Sound Radio in early 2020 with my infant son, Finch. I wanted to fill Finch's soundscape with great music and human voices, and so I began playing your show for him during morning playtime. But as he began to stand and cruise and walk, and as he began to eat solid food, we had Cinematic Sound Radio on all the time while I was preparing meals for him, while I fed him, and during increasingly long playtimes. I'm just going to say that this is one of the coolest things I've ever read. I never know when and where people listen to my program, so it's just great to hear stories of this sort that I, I would never have thought that this would be a, a, a reason or a, a place as to why anyone would listen to the show. And so to know that you're bonding with your son, which is so very, very important. And yet, meanwhile, you have me gabbing on the on the radio with with some great music playing. It's uh, Glenn. It's an honor. It really is. Glenn goes on to continue. And so it only took us a year to work through the back catalog. By the way, folks, the back catalog is about 300 episodes. That's geez, man. That's a lot of podcasting, Glenn. So he eventually caught up with them all. And in the meantime, Finch and I started reading books about musical instruments together, so we began filling the cinematic sound radio-sized hole in our lives with classical music featuring the instruments he was learning about. His favorite instrument is the trumpet. While my joy from listening to the network has been discovering new music that you and the other hosts love. And so for this all-request show, I'd love for you to select a track you love that features the trumpet. It would likely be something new to us that we can then include in our repertoire and have a story about how it got there. Thanks for filling our far too cloistered 2020 and 2021 with great music and companionship. Glenn McDormand. Glenn, it's an incredible story, and I'm, I'm honored that uh, you want me to pick a track for you. And to be honest, when I got your email, I spent a good chunk of time thinking about what I wanted to play and going through my collection and, and trying to find something that would maybe be something that you haven't heard or, or something that features the trumpet predominantly in the mix. And so I went through a bunch of, you know, John Williams pieces or, or pieces written for brass band that featured film music. But then I thought, Hmm, what about film noir? And for some reason, I didn't go back to the early film noirs. The first one that jumped to my mind was Who Framed Roger Rabbit by Alan Silvestri. This might be a score that you have already heard. And I know that Who Framed Roger Rabbit has been featured on, on the podcast before. I'm pretty sure Jason Drury played it on one of his archive episodes. But as for a track that you, you really want to pay attention to and, and let your son hear the trumpet then I think this is a great one. It's brilliantly recorded by Dennis Sands, featuring the London Symphony Orchestra. However, this is the jazz ensemble that Alan Silvestri um, assembled for this recording. And so what we're going to play for you right now is Eddie's theme. And Eddie's theme, that trumpet comes out full front. It also has um, the saxophone as well. And there's a great jazz trumpet solo in the middle of this piece. So... I really hope you enjoy this. I hope Finch enjoys this and I hope this is something that maybe uh, you might not have heard before or, or it's a rediscovery for you. So this is Eddie's theme 
from Alan Silvestri's score to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And Glenn, thank you very much. It was an honor picking a track for you and your son.
Moving on, we have a short note from Victor Field. Here's what Victor had to say. Hi, Eric. I'd like to request Eric Kunzel's recording of the suite from Bruce Broughton's scoring for Michael Jackson's quote-unquote movie, Moonwalker. Since the Jackson estate has yet to allow a release of the film recordings, presumably because they can't imagine that anyone would want to hear any non-Jackson music from a project involving Mr. Jackson, then I would like to hear Kunzel's recording of Moonwalker, which is the only commercial recording of music from this. I think it's a short movie. Actually, I don't know. I, I, I've seen it before, I, and maybe it is a full-length movie can't really remember. Anyway, it's an odd one. But yeah, Bruce Broughton supplied the score for this film, and it is sensational. Victor, who hails all the way from London, England, here's your request. This is the Moonwalker Suite with Eric Kunzel conducting the Cincinnati Pops Orchestra.
bringing you the very best music for film, TV and video games. This is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Welcome back to the Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast. This is the flagship show. I'm Eric Woods. Hope you're enjoying today's program as we're presenting our second Patreon All Request special. If you want to get in on the next All Request show, head over to patreon.com slash cinematic sound radio and join one of the tiers that allows you to pick a track for the All Request show. And we will have that request for you early in the new year. Next, we have a note from Dave Williams. Here's what he has to say. Hi again, Eric. I thought this time I'd make a suggestion that veers a little way away from my usual John Williams-esque orchestral stuff to show that I do like other styles too. In 1990, I was 18, working in the local cinema, and we got to show Hardware. It was completely unlike anything else we'd shown, and the music was different from what I was used to, too. This was obviously long before the internet took off, so to find the soundtrack, I had to hope physical record shops would have it. My local one didn't. On one of my occasional trips to London, I found a copy on cassette, and practically wore that out in subsequent years. Eventually, much later, I found the Milan CD online, only to find that it had a weird glitch causing all the tracks to play out of order. Bizarrely, it still does that even when ripped to MP3 files, God knows how. And then on another trip to London, I learned that the composer, Simon Boswell, had self-released an expanded version of the score, so I bought that. It's great, but I missed the mix in with dialogue tracks and the other non-score pieces from Public Image Limited and Ministry uh, through to... Rossini. So in the end, I also bought a copy of the Verez Saraban Records CD. So now I've got four different copies of the same score. I think Star Wars is probably the only other soundtrack I can say that about. So I'd like to request something from hardware, perhaps either the tracks It's Horrible, I Love It, What Is It, or Crucifixion. They're both under three minutes. Best wishes and keep up the good work. Dave Williams from Basingstoke, UK. So... Dave, yeah, interesting selection. And I have this album. I cannot remember where I got it, why I have it. I'm sure maybe somebody sent it to me a long time ago. It is bonkers. And, uh, but I'm going to play the track that I think out of the two that you picked is the one that I really like. It's called Crucifixion. I, it's tough to explain this track, but you're right. This is about as far a 180 from the John Williams orchestral stuff that you can possibly get. So here's something really interesting, folks. This is Dave Williams' request from the film Hardware with original score by Simon Boswell. This is the track Crucifixion.
Next, we have a request from Doug Lacey. Doug has this to say. Eric, my selection is Final Voyage from Stefan Gregory's score to the 2021 Netflix film The Dig. There's no commercial release of the score, but Gregory has uploaded 14 cues from the score on his site. So if you go to stephangregory.com.au, you can listen to the score. The film is set in England in 1938, and the film is based on a true story and is a wonderful character study centering on widow Edith Pretty and Basil Brown, who Pretty is hired to excavate several mounds on her property. The efforts unearth an incredibly historic find. The score, much like the film, is mostly understated, even minimalist at points, but hits on all the emotional cylinders as Brown's relationship with Pretty and her son develops over the course of the film. Gregory employs piano in most of the cues, including Final Voyage, which brings the film to a fitting close. On a personal note, while watching the film with my wife Holly, she made a comment about really liking the music. And as I'm sure any film music fan can attest to, anytime your spouse turns the corner on your fandom of film music, it's cause for celebration. I agree with you. I absolutely know what you mean, Doug, uh, because my wife at times has turned to me and said, hey, that music's pretty good. But a lot of the time she has turned to me and she's like, what in the world is this music? So most of the time I, I get the negative reaction. So you're right. Uh, anytime anyone that you know that isn't a film music fan or a diehard film music fan turns around and says something nice about the music, then, well, I guess the music is doing something special. So, Doug, for you, here is Final Voyage from the Netflix film The Dig.
Up next, a request from Al Brown. Here's what Al has to say. Hello, Eric. I hope you're doing well. A track I'd like to request to be played on the second request show is Sacrifice of Tradition from the Ghosts of Tsushima, a video game score by Elon Iskari. It was tough deciding on one track as the entire album is a masterwork of pounding action and lush, passionate themes. The five suites at the end of the album by Shingiro Yumibayashi are just pure genius. The entire score, and particularly this track, is as beautiful as the grand vistas contained within the game and is my most played album within the last year and a half. Thank you for your hard work and dedication to your listeners and patrons. Take care. Alphonse Brown from Peerland, Texas. Thank you very much for your request. Here is Sacrifice of Tradition from the game Ghosts of Tsushima with original score by Elon Iskari. Thank you. 
great best music for film, TV and video games, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. This is the Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast. You're listening to the flagship show. I'm Eric Woods. This is our second Patreon All Request special. Again, if you want to get in on the next All Request show, head over to patreon.com slash cinematic sound radio to find out how you can participate in the next All Request program, which will be taking place sometime early in the new year. Next, a note from Alan Rogers. Alan has this to say. Hi, Eric. It's been really difficult choosing a track again. Too many tracks to choose from. But below is my choice. And the choice is The Ballad of Puppets, Flowers Grieve and Fall from Ghost in the Shell to Innocence by Kenji Kawaii. This was written for the sequel to the Japanese animated movie Ghost in the Shell. And I remember being mesmerized by this track when I first heard it. The whole sound of the vocals particularly the strong vibrato, which is very different to what I was used to in terms of vocals, was fascinating, but also verge on a sound that I wasn't sure I liked. But as I listened to it more, the track has become one of my favorite tracks featuring vocals, and I'm a big fan of percussion. The inclusion of drums elevated the track, too. I really don't have much more to say about the track, but that it's a great track and one of my favorite Kenji Kawai tracks. I look forward to listening to show number two. Alan. Thanks for your request, Alan. It is indeed a great track. This is The Ballad of Puppets, Flowers Grieve and Fall, from Ghost in the Shell 2, Innocence by Kenji Kawaii.
Up next, a request from Max Hamulak, who got this one just under the deadline. And he almost missed it. So I had to give him a bit of a, a reminder. But he's uh, been a busy, busy man. Slammed at work. But once he uh, thought about it, he said that the choice was an easy one to make this time. However, he did give me the choice of one or the other, which is quite, quite funny. So he wants to hear either something from The Last Samurai by Hans Zimmer. There's lots of lengthy suites in there. Final Charge being a personal favorite. And Mark Streitenfeld's Robin Hood, which is something I think a lot of people have not heard in a long time. He goes on to say, pick which one works best in context with the rest of the show. Looking forward to it. I hope I can make the Zoom call this time around. I reminded him that we might have a Zoom call um, at some point uh, very soon. And he's looking forward to meeting the rest of the Patreon community. Regards, and thanks for checking up Max Hamulek. So I just want to make sure Max had a chance to participate in this program. And I have decided that I want to play Mark Streitenfeld's Robin Hood. I don't particularly think it's a great score myself. However, I do recall a few years ago watching... Uh, on YouTube, there was a, an animator, and I think he is the one that uh, does a lot of the, or has worked on a few Hollywood productions, working on these wonderful animated end credit sequences that we see now in, in many films. And so it had uh, been a, a while since I heard the score, and I really liked the suite that they put together during the end credits. Now, the end credits is not an original work. It's a combination of two cues. First up, you'll hear Merry Men, which is the last track on the soundtrack album. And that segues into one of the highlights in the score called Siege, uh, uh, an upbeat, almost swashbuckling, um, about as swashbuckling as you're going to get with this score type of cue. And it really works with the, uh, with the pace and the energy and the flow of the end credits of this movie. So we're going to play a suite combining two tracks, Merry Men and Siege from Robin Hood by Mark Streitenfeld. <laughs>
our final request comes from uh, one of my friends and uh, loyal listener, contributor to Cinematic Sound Radio, and he's also a patron, folks, Tim Burden. By the way, he's also contributed to the legacy of John Williams. Uh, he does a great job over there. It's another podcast I highly recommend you check out. So after you're done with this show, go check out the legacy of John Williams. If you love John Williams, if you love film music, you will get lost in that show with uh, their their fantastic uh, interviews with uh, performers and, and producers of John Williams soundtracks. It's just a it's just a well put together uh, podcast, and it's what you would hopefully expect from a John Williams podcast dedicated to his work and they do their due diligence and it's absolutely fascinating and, and extremely informative. Anyway, Tim has this to say, and here's his request. He wants to hear Alexander Desplat's obituary cue from his brand new score to the French Dispatch. One of the things I love about Alexander Desplat's music or Wes Anderson films is its immediate sense of individuality. Similar to some of the great director-composer collaborations, they really bring out the best in each other. What I love about this obituary cue is that it starts in a deceptively hokey way. The tuba portrays a simplistic silliness, but we are soon taken on a journey of delightful color and pure musicality. The piano and woodwinds talk to each other as if they were telling us the treats in store of what the film ultimately delivers. The fact that the film is bookended with this cue speaks volumes. Tim, I adore the way you write. I, I really wish that I could explain music the way you do. I mean, it would probably take me three, four, five, six paragraphs to say the same thing. And you've done it all in this nice, tight, single paragraph. And I, and I, and I really love it. And, and it makes me want to pay attention to this score. I, I hadn't heard it until you uh, mentioned the, uh, until you mentioned the score when you requested it a few days ago. So this score is new to me. So Tim, here is your request. It's Alexander Desplat's Q obituary from the brand new Wes Anderson movie, The French Dispatch. Thank you. 
And that'll do it, folks, for our second Patreon all-request show. I really hope you enjoyed the program as much as I did. The selections were fantastic. You guys are incredible. And I, I really just want to do the third show right now. But I have a back catalog of maybe a dozen programs that have to go up now. So we'll wait till the new year to get to our third all-request show. Again, if you are not a patron, or if you are in lower tiers and are a patron, then go to patreon.com slash cinematic sound. If you sign up for the orchestrator and conductor tiers, uh, the composer tier is, um, is sold out. Then you will get a chance to participate in all future all requests shows. Now, there are four available slots for the conductor tier. And what makes that different is that on top of the all request shows, you actually become a programmer. So if you know about a month ago, uh, Alan Rogers did a show and he picked all the tracks for the program. So if you join the conductor tier, not only do you get to participate in the all request show, uh, join the discord server, vote in polls and listen to old shows, you also get to program your very own one hour show once a year. Now, if you join the orchestrator tier, which is the cheaper tier, you still get to join the Discord server, vote in polls, listen to old broadcasts, and you get to participate in the all request show. So again, the orchestrator and conductor tiers, that's what you want to join up for if you want to participate in the all request show. And I thank everyone who has joined those tiers already. And I thank you all for participating in the program today. And so we are going to leave with my request. And at the end of each and every flagship show, at least I try to, we play a end credit cue. So I, I actually thought about this. I picked three tracks and uh, yeah, for some reason I wanted to go with this one. So it was going to be either the end titles from Edward Shearmere's The Count of Monte Cristo, which is fantastic, or Alfie Cabello's end title from Sky Bandits, which just has this wonderful 80s innocence to it. But then I got listening to this track, which is the end titles from The Stepford Wives by David Arnold. Now, The Stepford Wives, of course, is a novel written in the 1970s. It was adapted into a film in the mid-70s, and then it was remade in 2004, starring Nicole Kidman, Matthew Broderick, Bette Midler, Christopher Walken, and Glenn Close. It was an odd film. It really wasn't a success. Uh, critics didn't like it. It didn't really make its money back. Um, it had a budget of about $100 million, and I think that's what it made back. And it was directed by Frank Oz, which is a, a surprise because... Uh, Frank Oz usually makes pretty solid movies. And he's he's done some magnificent movies in the past. Dark Crystal, Little Shop of Horrors, The Score. Yeah, so he, he had a bit of a failure with uh, The Stepford Wives. But he definitely knows his composers, and he hired David Arnold to write the score. And I think that if you want to hear what a... David Arnold Harry Potter score might sound like, then listen to this track. It is sensational. David Arnold, so good 
at the end credit queue. I mean, one of the best that he ever wrote was for Independence Day, and he does a fantastic job with the end credits from this uh, remake of The Stepford Wives that came out in 2004. So that is my contribution to the show. And that'll do it, folks. Thank you very much again for uh, for all of my patrons for making a request on the program. And again, if you want to make a request of your own, patreon.com slash cinematic sound radio. And there you can find out how you can participate in the next all request show, which will come out in the early new year. And until next time, folks, take care wherever you are in this world and happy listening.
Thank you for tuning in to the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. I want to thank Tim Burton for providing his voice for all the bumpers and stingers you hear throughout the show, and to David Casina for providing Cinematic Sound Radio's intro music. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media at Sound Radio on Twitter, at Cinematic Sound on Facebook, and from wherever you're listening to us today, please leave us a five-star rating and a positive review. Reviews help introduce potential new listeners to the show. While you're at it, head over to TeePublic to find yourself a Cinematic Sound Radio t-shirt and support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash cinematicsoundradio. And don't forget to check out Cinematic Sound Radio at cinematicsound.net.